Hello and welcome to the Core Perform Corner, where registered dietitians and personal trainers teach you how to optimize your gut health, hormones, and fitness. Our team has utilized the trademark and evidence-based Core Perform protocol to transform over 500 lives mentally and physically. Here at Core Perform, we have three core values that are family, communication, and care. So if you are ready, subscribe to join our family, communicate with us through our Facebook group to ask questions, and we'll take care of the rest. Please remember this episode should not be used as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. And now, let's get on to this week's question. Hi, and welcome to Core Perform Corner. This is not Dasha. This is Courtney, the other dietitian. And I have one of my clients now actually past client. We actually had our last check-in today, which makes my heart really sad, but I know that we're still going to keep in touch and still be besties and um, follow along on her health and her fitness journey. So I have Hallie. um, I'll let her introduce herself and tell her a little bit about herself and why she started Core Perform. So that way you guys can get to know her a little bit. So welcome, Hallie. Thanks. I'm so excited to talk to you. Um, I, um, I also live in Oregon, same as Courtney, but I um, am a nutrition coach myself and a trainer. And so I am in the field. I love nutrition, um, but I also love kind of constantly looking at ways to be better and ways to feel better and recognize that just because I know a lot about nutrition doesn't mean I have it all figured out for myself. So I sought out Core Perform because I just felt like the way that I was feeling wasn't the way that I wanted to continue to feel. And that had to do with my gut a lot, but also just my relationship with food. So that's the primary reason that connected me to core perform. And I was just all about the process and so curious what I would get from it. So what type of gut issues were going on with you that you wanted, that you knew like, okay, this isn't normal. Like something's not right. Let's talk about that. So I felt like I had a lot of awareness around food and ate really healthy food. And I I genuinely like healthy food. And so um, my diet on the outside looked really balanced. And I was even uh, getting to the point of just including other foods that for a while or when I was in my early 20s that I would stay away from that was maybe more processed things, things like cereal or, or bread or something like that. Um, but I was having trouble because I felt like some days I could eat the exact same thing one day and the next day, and some days my digestion was totally fine. And the next day, same food, same schedule, I would feel like digestion was slow or I'd get bloated or gassy or something like that. And so I was actually, um, in the process of reversing my calories up a little bit. I had come out of a deficit earlier in the summer and the time that I sought out core form, it was like early fall. And so I was still wanting to get my calories up a little bit, but I was so nervous if my digestion could handle it because I wasn't feeling my best every single day. And so I was like, why would I pile more food on top of my gut that didn't feel like it was working optimally? Um, and I have the mindset of like not settling for just like feeling okay. I like want to feel my best. And so I have like, a higher standard for that, which I think everybody should, but, yeah. um, and I, I'm a firm believer in coaching too. So I really feel the, see the value in someone else guiding me that is an expert and giving over the reins to somebody else too, and trusting the process. So, um, 
I was just feeling like just a little off. And, and then I was feeling that nervousness to eat foods that either I was eating regularly or just eating out or something. And if I went off schedule, how was that going to affect me? And so that fear was definitely in the mix of it and probably affecting digestion also. Um, so I just wanted to find a place that I could eat more foods and not worry about how my gut was going to handle it, feel that confidence around it too, and kind of get to the bottom of it also. Um, I had spent almost 10 years not eating dairy or gluten. So I was starting to see some things that Dasha was posting about clients reintroducing dairy and or gluten and being fine. And a part of me was like, could that be me? Like, I would only know if I went through the process and if I didn't go through it, I would be wondering if I could. Um, and so that, that was a little bit in there of like, could I introduce some of those foods again that I hadn't been eating for almost a decade? Um, but that was just a small part of it. I really wanted to just feel better with the foods I was already eating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I always like to tell not just my clients, but everyone, right? This food applies to everybody. We all need to eat food. We all need to nourish our bodies. It's the one thing that we all have in common, right? So food should never be an added stressor in your life. And that's something that I didn't realize for a long time. So many people deal with is they're thinking about food 24 seven. They're missing out on social activities with friends. They're missing out on conversations because they're not even in the present moment, enjoying the food, enjoying the, the conversation with everyone, because inside they're thinking about whether it's, you know, oh, is this food bad for me? Is this food going to upset my stomach? Is this going to cause bloat today? Is this going to make me constipated? Blah, blah, blah. Right. I feel like that is majority of a lot of our clients where it's just, it's overtaking their lives and it's just becoming something that um, is the only thing that they can think about. So at Core Perform, our big, biggest priority and our biggest goal is to help break that vicious cycle So you can actually not only just feel better, but start like living life normally again. So is that something that you feel like kind of resonated with you and has has changed over the last few months? Oh, 100 percent. I mean, it's one thing to. With your day to day life and structure, when you have complete control over everything to feel like you've got this. But you know, that's not how life is, right? Like you have moments of going out of town or holidays, or just you want to get together with friends. And I don't want to be held back by my fear around food with it. Um, And so part of it was just navigating like the mindset around foods and how could I include more food with greater confidence and trust in my body. Um, And I'm not one to eat food out a lot either. Like I actually really like to cook my own food. um, And by just having the option to get food out and to go out of town and um, not have to think about it as much. And I think dwelling on it and letting it become obsessive is very different than having just awareness around food. And I think the awareness that I have is really healthy and helpful But when it starts to impact, you know, your ability to just be in the present moment, then it's just taking away from living your life. And so uh, I started Core Perform in like mid-October and I was like, I know I'm going to be going through the holidays while on protocol and um, going through some trips that I had. And so just kind of being open to seeing 
what the experience could be like differently than I have in the past as I was introducing more foods and just building awareness around my body. But I was like so pleasantly surprised as I was going through it and seeing that my body could handle more foods and I was increasing my calories like I had hoped without seeing weight come on or anything. It was holding really stable um, for the majority of the, the increase until I was getting closer to like a maintenance intake. And so I was building trust with that. And that then became evident when I was in those situations with holidays and family gatherings and traveling that I was like, oh, I can actually like relax a little bit and make decisions that just felt good that I knew my body could handle and could be in line with like how everyone else is eating and not feel like I was the oddball out. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that's something that I've heard from a lot of clients as well, which is like them feeling like they're alone and like no one understands and they're just like weird and they have to eat something totally different or make their own food all the time. And they feel like they can't be a part of the meal or the community. And it's, it's, it's a bummer, right? Like think about the way that human nature is right. Like in in some cultures, like mealtime is huge, right? You get together with friends and family and you make memories and you swap stories and share traditions. And like when a piece of that gets taken away or is, is damaged, it's really, really hard on people. So our, our ultimate end goal isn't to put people on a low FODMAP diet forever or restrict all these foods for the end of time, just because maybe it might help their bloat a little bit, right? We have to address like the root causes of what's going on. So, you know, I know we say that a lot, like addressing the root cause, um, but it's so true. Like, do you feel like we started addressing maybe what some of the root causes were for you? Yeah. And I feel like it wasn't just one thing either. Like I feel like it was, yeah, right. That would be too easy. Um, I feel like it was multivectorial. Like part of it had to do with um, like the behaviors around food during the day. And um, while I work from home and create my own schedule, I still get into the habit of eating really quickly and not feeling like I have time for meals and just the act of slowing down and giving myself that time to eat my food during the day connected me to the food better, connected me to my body better and um, helped digestion and everything too. So even just that small shift changed how I was feeling day to day. Um, And then, you know, reintroducing foods, some foods that I was like, I've always eaten that I should be fine. Um, Each food that I was introducing, I was viewing it as just like a fun science experiment too. And like, so you, you approach it from a place of curiosity, which actually is just way more fun than, than being nervous about it. And just feeling like, oh, I'm introducing this and I feel good or trying something and feeling like, okay, do I feel off? Do I feel okay? And when I did gluten for the first time, I was thinking back to, I was really nervous for gluten and dairy, but I was thinking back, like when I removed gluten, I couldn't actually remember if it felt good or bad when I had eaten it growing up and all the reasons that went into taking it out. I don't know if they were valid or not at the time Mm -hmm. being 20 and super, you know, influential and everything, but, um, eating it, I think it actually, I realized how much my mindset around food was maybe part of the root issue, um, Mm -hmm. more than anything, because I, I wasn't sure like what my body was going to do, but I was just okay with whatever happened. And because I was, I went through the process of 
healing my gut and and introducing a lot of variety um, and hitting like the minimums that you guys recommend and really following all of the the parts of the protocol I was like I'll I'll do it to the T like you tell me what to do and I I will do it um and I think just trusting the process allowed me to get to the place of okay, now I've seen evidence that my body can handle a lot, a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So now that we're getting to gluten, let's see how that feels. And it was nerve wracking to like eat it. And then I was like really hyper-focused on how I was feeling on those first couple of days. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, okay, I actually feel like normal. normal. <laughs> like I don't feel anything different. And so I was like really excited about it. And um, that I did gluten before dairy. My fiance is allergic to dairy. So I was even thinking we can now both eat similar things that before I wasn't going to like eat with him and talking to him about just how, uh, how exciting that was. And just like this food that I previously said no to, because I felt like I had to say no to it versus it being like an actual decision that I wanted to make. And, um, it was like a weight lifted off my shoulders. Um, and then dairy too, like that, I think I've just like, my world has opened up. It's really exciting. Like just foods that I've been able to eat again that I didn't anticipate. I just feel like um, there's nothing off limits. And it's only, if I want to say no to something, it's for other reasons besides that out of fear, right? And so I'm still able to make like an informed decision and a decision that aligns with how I'm wanting to navigate my day, but it's not from fear. Um, of how I'm going to feel. And so like that feeling is, I think I've gained more from that than I ever expected going through the program. People listening to this are probably feeling so empowered and so invigorated. The people that like you have spent years, right? Like not eating certain foods because of that fear or, you know, whatever deep down is causing them to restrict that food, whether it's you know, a fear of it being a bad food or an unhealthy, or if it's, you know, a legitimate fear of it causing harm, right? We get a lot of people that are fearful of eating certain foods because they're afraid of how their body's going to react. Like that's not normal. No one should ever have to live with that. So for you guys right now that are like listening to this podcast, like nodding along, like, oh my God, that's me. This is your sign, right? Like this is your hope. This is your inspiration. This is your motivation that like it is possible Hallie did it. She's just one of so many core performers that have gone through protocol, trusted the process, even though we gave her tough love sometimes and had to (laughs) give her, you know, the hard truth. We were very transparent with her and allowed her to see that she could trust her body, heal her gut again, and be able to feel normal and start living life again. So I do want to know that like not every week felt great. So I don't want to like make it like sugarcoat it that like, oh my God, it was just like a seamless process. Like Mm -hmm. I think when I introduced coffee again, I was like, I had a couple of days that I was like, okay, actually like I definitely feel it in my gut. Like it's not sitting well. Um, Definitely like I'm rushing to the bathroom like right after something. And I think I even told you, I was like, okay, it's a little bit more intense on my system than I would like. And I I even made the call, like I'm going to actually take it back out for now maybe added it in a week or something just to give it like just a little bit more time. And so it wasn't like me deciding, okay, now I can't have this, this thing. It's not going to work for me. It's more, okay, let me just remove it. Let me just let my gut heal a little bit and settle down. And then let me try down the road and see if it, I can handle it better. And now it's totally fine with it. And so it's also about just learning like patience mm-hmm. with 
not only the process, but like with how your body is going to move through the process, it's going to be different for everybody. And some reintroductions might not work well. That doesn't mean they won't work at all. It just might be not the right time for it. And so like that trust to have with your body and just making that call of, okay, let me take it back out and see you're coming at it from a place of like self-compassion versus like feeling like your body's against you. Um, which I've also felt in the past. So like, that's just to be like totally honest. Um, so like things did come up that I was like, I actually don't feel as good today, but it wasn't, um, because I wasn't trusting the process. It was just recognizing the timeline that my body had to be on. Right. Yeah. And, and I'm really glad that you brought that up actually, because this is with anything in life, but like progress isn't linear by any means. Sometimes the we get the farthest and the highest by having a few stumbles backwards. Um, you know, a step is still a step, whether it's forward or backward, you're not staying stagnant. So I think the big thing that I really want to touch on that you said is the fact that you gave yourself patience and trust to be like, okay, just because maybe I'm not feeling great today or this week or with this food doesn't mean that's it. Doesn't mean it's black or it's white and that I can't give it some more time or try something different or, you know, look at something from a different perspective. So acknowledging that, you know, there's going to be some lows and there's going to be some highs, but I genuinely feel in my gut, you know, sorry, pun intended, um, (laughs) that there's a light at the end of the tunnel, which obviously there was. So I'm so glad that you not only trusted us, but more importantly, trusted yourself. Like that's, that, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, being able to have someone like you to just let you know how I'm feeling if I'm not feeling that good. Um, it allows you to like voice it too and, and just not internalize those feelings. And so I think that's like the power of having someone guide you through it is to reassure you when you're like doubtful of something, but also just to say like, it's okay to not feel that progress every single day or every single week. Um, but ultimately you do want to feel like you have that trust in yourself and you can self-monitor and make adjustments along the way, because we want to be able to do that for ourselves with or without a coach, you know, in the long term. And I feel like, um, like I'm going to miss so much having that guidance from you, but I also feel like in just a handful of months, I've gotten to a place of feeling so confident in my ability to navigate it. And that speaks volumes. So I love that. Yeah. So I think kind of the the last question that I want to ask you um, to share with everyone is what, in your opinion, you know, there's no right or wrong answer here. What do, what does food freedom mean to you and how have you, how have you adopted it after going through corporate reform? I think, I think food freedom is like not putting yourself in a box and, and having restrictions on yourself. I think it's having a really flexible approach to nutrition um, and recognizing that food isn't meant to like hold you back in life. Right. And so you want to be able to participate and do things. And like food is such an important part of our lives for a whole lot of reasons, but if it's preventing you from being present and getting out of your comfort zone and doing things that you maybe didn't think you were capable of in other realms, then it's definitely worth exploring that relationship 
And it's a relationship that can be repaired, right? And I don't think it's meant to be something that we just um, settle on as like, I, I'm this certain way, my body's never gonna change. I'm never gonna be able to um, have that freedom around food or not think about food all the time. I think it's a, it's a place that if you, if you want it to be and if you do the work that you can get to a place that it's a really positive support system of your life and it maybe allows you to do more things in your life besides just think about food all the time. I Speaking as a nutrition coach, yeah. who thinks about food all the time. It's so, no, it's so true. And, and I'll, for you guys listening right now, I don't know what it is, but you know, if I had to guess like percentage wise, maybe 75% of the clients that we have are coaches. They're fitness professionals, they're nutritionists, they're bodybuilders, they're athletes. Like we get it. Like we've been in your shoes before. And I think that's what makes core perform so different is like, we're not just telling you stuff to do based off of like a textbook or an article, right? Like we're basing it off of stuff that we've experienced ourselves. So I think that's where it kind of builds those really close connections and why it, it um, holds such value for people is because I can literally tell you a story and be like, well, this is what happened when I went through this. And then we can kind of build that bond together. So we get a lot of you guys, we get a lot of the very like go hard type a, like do everything, do all the things. No, like, no, never miss a Monday a grind 24 seven, which is, you know, can be a great personality trait, but can also be something that can run us into the ground and, you know, cause a lot of, lot of health and mental health issues as well. So um, it's not uncommon, but um, it, it's probably nice for a lot of people that are listening to this that can resonate and be like, oh my God, that's me. <laughs> yeah, I think it's important to um, be okay asking for help, no matter where your expertise is. Um, yeah. And like one of my favorite quotes that I try to live by is, is how long are you going to wait before you demand the best for yourself? And I think taking charge of that for yourself is the first step. Like, I don't think it's, I don't think it's worth it to just settle for feeling okay. You know, I'm like, I want to feel like I'm really living my life and taking advantage of being young and being healthy and strong. And I don't want things to hold me back. And that includes my mindset or my body. So yeah, I think asking for guidance when you could feel better is just taking that next step. I could not agree more. Well, obviously I'm, I'm super happy to chat with you today. Um, I'm going to miss you, but I know that we're still going to stay connected. Like you don't, you don't even live that far. I'll just drive up to Bend and we'll, and we'll be able to go out to dinner and have guilt-free, whatever we want, whatever the heck we want, right? <laughs> we're going to do whatever yeah. we want. Um, so for any of you guys that are listening and any of this resonated with you, you know, shoot me a message, shoot Dasha a message. We're here for you. We're taking more clients. We would love to hear your story and love to be that support and guidance for you to adopt food freedom, figure out what's going on, have you um, be heard. I know a lot of you guys are struggling with um, just feeling like nobody gets it and that you're being told the same things by your health providers and your doctors and that quote, nothing's wrong when you know your body and you know that you feel off, just like Hallie said, and you know that something feels wrong. Um, you know, trust that intuition and reach out to us for that guidance. And we're more than happy to help you. But um, with that being said, I'll, I'll leave it off here. And I um, hope all of you guys, you know, reach out to us and, and tell us your story so that we can help you. I hope Hallie's story uh, resonated with you guys. And I wish her the absolute best in the future. And I'm excited to uh, 
see what her um, what her journey looks like and all the accomplishments that she makes now that she's adopted this um, newfound food freedom and gut health and just overall positive energy about life. Thanks, Courtney. I highly recommend it. You and Dasha are amazing. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right. Bye, Hallie. Bye.